Howdy, my name's Carson, and you're listening to the Just Keep Showing Up podcast, a show created to provide you with juicy, helpful copywriting and marketing tips, as well as inspiring conversations with friends I've met along the way, so you can keep showing up to grow your brand and bring your magic to life. Without further ado, let's dive in to today's episode. What's up, friend? Welcome back to the Just Keep Showing Up podcast. Super thankful you're here today because this episode is all about the three website pages my clients always ask for. And I think that this episode is going to be super helpful because whether you currently have a site and you're just wanting to like revamp or refresh it, or you're planning to add one to your marketing efforts soon, so like you've never had a site before, you've just, you've been relying on social media, which there's nothing wrong with that, but I truly do believe there comes a time when we're like, okay, it's time to house all my offers in one place on a website, make it my home so it's super simple for people to learn about my different offers, to learn about me, then this episode will hopefully help you when it comes to answering the questions like, what pages do I even need to write copy for when it comes to my site? Or what pages do I need to focus on when I'm investing in a designer? And they're asking me like, what question or what pages do you want to add to your site, right? Um, And while the pages you add to your website are truly personal and they're usually based on like your specific marketing efforts, these are the three core pages that I've noticed all, nearly all, actually like I don't think I've ever had a client who didn't have one of these pages. Um, And it's the, you know, pages that they ask for, or if we're working together and we're about to start a project and they're like, I don't know, Carson, like, I just feel like my website's all over the place. What do you recommend? Like, what are the pages that you recommend based on what I've told you? And I'm in complete agreeance. Like, these are the pages that I recommend that I believe in starting with so that you have a really successful and just efficient, um, foundation for your site and you can always build upon these pages like you can always add to your site after this but the pages are are your home page your about page and your services page okay so like i said these pages make for a great foundational starting point for your site as you decide on others to add as your business grows and evolves okay and now we're going to go over the purpose of each page so if, whether you're like DIYing your site like you have a template or you're thinking about purchasing a template or you're thinking about hiring a copywriter or writing your own copy for your website at least hopefully this um episode will help you to come up with a game plan for that okay so and just the purpose behind each page that's what I really want to dive into here is like the purpose behind each one of these pages that I'm recommending Okay, so the homepage. All right, in my opinion, your homepage is like a hotel lobby for new visitors. And the goal for your homepage is that they don't stay there long because if you think about your own activity and your own, like the way that you operate and when you head to someone's site, you're likely not staying on the homepage long but it gives you bite-sized information in multiple parts of about multiple parts of the brand and it tells you how to like get where you want to go. So let's imagine someone who's new to your brand or new to your site, they land on your homepage, right? 
It's going to help them get to know who you are, what you do, and how you can help them. That should be like on your header. Like as soon as they land on your homepage and they're reading about your brand or getting to know your brand, yeah, sure, your brand might help them do multiple different things or help them achieve different things, but it should give them an overarching view of who you are, what you do, and how you can help them. Then as you know, they scroll down, it should help them understand how you can support them via a signature offer or multiple offers and give them an opportunity via a call to action button to um, you know learn more about that offer and that's where your services page or sales pages come into play but at least your offers are displayed there so they can read a little bit about each one like just a snapshot or a one-liner about those offers and be like, okay, yep, that's the one that I would like to learn more about. And then they can click on um, that offer or the call to action button associated with that offer and then go learn more about it. Then as they they scroll down a little bit more, maybe it promotes your email list, um, you know, it promotes your email list or your newsletter or, you know, allows them to opt in um, to some type of freebie that you have. This is, in my opinion, if you know me, you know I'm really passionate about email marketing, but this is such a missed opportunity. (laughs) I see on homepages so much or in general, I don't know how many people I've, you know, just been following and they're like, okay, like I just rebranded my website or I just, you know, my designer just, you know, we, we revamped the website or whatever it is. And they're basically creating a lot of hype around this website launch. And then because I'm also interested, I'm like, oh, let me go see this new website. This has happened a handful of times. Okay. I go to visit their website on their launch day. Super, super cool for them. Very excited for them. I'm on their homepage and I don't see an email list opt-in at all. And I'm like, oh man, what a huge missed opportunity because they're creating all this hype around their website, right? And all like they're probably getting way more traffic than usual on their site during this time. And they're missing a huge opportunity to build their email list while people are visiting their site. And yes, this could be because they're not ready to use email marketing or they don't have like an email list built out. But that's like, but you know, in my opinion, that's why it's like cool to like take a holistic approach to your marketing and be like, okay, how can I optimize this website? Or maybe you just put off like your website launch for a couple of weeks and you get your email marketing situated if you want to use email marketing so that way you can use your website launch to build your list that's just my opinion there again i know not everyone's you know ready to use email marketing at the same time as they launch their website maybe they're just like i just want to launch my website and i will add email marketing later and you know what that's perfectly valid too (laughs) but if you do have an email list if you do if you do feel like email marketing is important then that's just my suggestion to you so that you don't like miss such a huge opportunity all right so maybe they scroll down more past your email list or your opt-in form And you're highlighting complimentary content that are other marketing platforms that you use, like your podcast or blog posts or YouTube or your social media platforms, okay? And then last but not least, maybe you tell your readers a little or your, you know, your visitors um, a little bit about who you are as the face of your brand with a little um, like about me blurb that also has like a continue reading or um, call to action button where they can continue on to your about page. So that's really how I structure um home pages as I look at it as like a lobby it's like where people are going to explore they don't stay there long but they just they're just like you need to provide them with the right content so they can figure out where they need to be right and maybe they're not ready to and you know a lot of times I think we're like so hyper focused on okay well let's like really you know 
you know, focus on the services and highlighting the services and leave out that complimentary content like my podcast or my blog post and just create like a separate page for that. All right, valid. I I get where you're going there. But you know, someone might be brand new to your brand. They might have just found you on TikTok or Instagram, found your link in bio, went to your website. They're just learning about you, right? And it's taken a little, they, they need a little bit of time to really decide like what you're doing and how you can support them. But, and they're not ready to make a purchase right off the bat. They're not ready to enroll in your course. They're not ready to hire you for one-on-one coaching, but they're scrolling on your homepage and they see that you have a podcast or a blog post or YouTube um, or other social media platforms and they're like, all right, yeah, I'm not ready to like invest via money, but like I would love to continue learning from you via one of these marketing platforms and that helps to continue building a relationship with them because they're likely not going to go back to your website every day to learn more about you, right? But they might subscribe to your podcast or your YouTube channel or really love reading your blog posts or opt into that email list and then you can stay forward facing and continue to build a relationship with them and they can continue to get educational content from you or entertaining content and you know you kind of become unforgettable so that's just a little um you know advice unsolicited advice but that's why i think it is important to include a little section about you know other complimentary content that you have that might not be an offer but will help them to continue learning about you or from you or whatever it is okay all right that's the home page now let's move on to your about page and i kind of have a spicy take on this but i and i'll tell you what it is and it's basically that i don't subscribe any longer i used to okay prefacing i used to subscribe to this thought process when i was like first became a copywriter um but i no longer subscribe to the whole your about page isn't about you concept anymore and here's why just just hear me out like if i just ruffled your feathers or freaked you out but i truly believe that in this day and age when we have like so many other ways for people to learn who we are and become familiar with us by the time someone makes it to your about page on your site they've likely already decided that they're interested in your brand and offers and you okay and now what they're doing is they're looking to vet your values that your values align with theirs because we live in a time when like when we don't just or where we don't just want to hire an expert based on their credentials and their expertise anymore, but on if their value, their values align with ours or, or that they're similar to ours, okay? Therefore, your about page is about you. Um, it's about your brand story. It's about how you show up in the world and guide them to their desired solution. It's about how you authentically empathize with them and validate where they are. It's about your mission, your vision, and your values. And the fun facts that make you human, okay? Because like I said, by the time people make it to your about page, they're not really there to like learn about you specifically because they've likely already experienced that on your Instagram or on your TikTok or on your podcast or however else they found you, right? They There's so many other ways that people get to know us now, especially with like video content. But when they get to your about page, they're likely looking to see, okay, like, what are their values? You know, how do they, what do they believe about other humans? Like, what is their mission, their vision? And, and how do they approach different things that are really important to me? And, you know, we more so as a society, because of the last couple of years are looking to brands 
to kind of, you know, step up their game and we don't really just say, okay, you're an expert, I revere you, um, you're an authority in my eyes, but like, what do you believe about the world and how do you plan on making it a better place and what is your vision and what is your mission for your business? And, you know, when all of those things align, like when they when they like your solution, when they have vibed with you as a human and they enjoy that, you know, your values align with theirs or they're like, okay, like they're doing their part in the world to, to make this world a better place, um, then, you know, they're more likely to make that decision with you. I don't think, I really do believe that people aren't just making decisions anymore based on other people's expertise because if your values don't really align um, then people, you know, maybe not, they don't want to invest there. You know what I mean? And that's, that's perfectly valid. So anyways, okay. So that's your about page. So, you know, that's where you can highlight your brand story, how you show up in the world, how you guide people to a solution, um, how you, like I said, how you empathize with them, you know, um, share your mission, your vision, your values. And then of course you can share the fun facts that make you human, like your favorite coffee, your dog's name, and just things that like really humanize you. Okay, last but not least, we have your services page. And this kind of goes without saying, but your services page's main goal is to highlight your services, right? And provide enough content to help your potential clients and customers make an informed decision about why or if they'd like to move forward with you. And some copy you can use to provide clarity around each service, because a lot of times on a services page, we're highlighting multiple services. So let's say you're a designer and you know you have multiple packages that you offer your clients. Maybe you have have a branding package and then like you have a brand and website package and then you have like a more comprehensive like brand strategy package you're likely going to have all of those on one services page because they're all very similar right they all have to do with branding or web design but you're laying them out in a way to help provide your future or potential client or customer with enough content where they can be like okay I understand this is what I need or this is not what I need um, and some copy and just some tips on like what you can do to provide clarity around each one of those services is a short one-liner of, of each one so I'm talking about each one separately like provide a short one-liner for them um, or what it is so when I say one-liner just like what it is um, in a very short synopsis, but like I say short because I don't want you writing like three paragraphs about what it is, um, but just like give provide enough information about the service so that they understand, um, you know, what it is, who it like, and how and how it's going to help them. Okay. And then another thing that you can provide for that um, serve for each service is who it's for. So let them know who it's for so they can vet themselves, um, what it includes. So like the line items. So like, you know, again, if this is like a branding package, you know, maybe they get like an onboarding call and then some questionnaires. And then um, they also get like a kit that wraps up all of their branding. I'm not a designer, but I've <laughs> written copy for lots of designers. So I'm trying to think of like, it's just some of the deliverables. So like, this is also like deliverable so what it includes or deliverables like be very clear about that and then last but not least um include the starting at price i truly truly believe that a super ethical practice in marketing and copy even if like you don't feel comfortable providing like the price price because you know your offers can be customized and maybe it's not going to be the price that you marketed on your website you can still include a starting at price and this gives people you know the opportunity to be like, okay, this is what the investment might be. 
Um, because honestly, there's truly, in my opinion, there's nothing worse than being left in the dark about like the investment that you're making. Because at the end of the day, like you're, you're going to find out one way or another, right? Um, so, and I don't just don't believe in gatekeeping when it comes to pricing. I just believe it's part of the process in allowing someone to make a decision for themselves and just not hiding that from them. So again, when it comes to each one of your services, a short one-liner, like what it is and how it can make their life better, okay, or, you know, or maybe the possible transformation that it can provide for them. You don't have to over-promise. You don't have to over-deliver. You can be really honest about this. And then who it's for, what it includes. So that's like the line items or the deliverables that it's going to include and try to avoid saying like, you know, it includes this, 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 etc. right? What is etc.? cetera? <laughs> um, you know, don't leave people in the dark there either. I see that a lot when people are like listing out their deliverables and that could be because there's a lot of deliverables and I get that. But another way to avoid using et cetera is to be like, here's a non-exhaustive list of what, you know, this service includes, or just try to be like as clear about like, hey, there's like lots of things involved here. Like we'll go, we'll go over everything like on our clarity call, or I have a pamphlet that, you know, provides everything for you, you know, X, Y, Z. So, And then, of course, you know, the starting price. I highly recommend including the starting price at least. You can also include, like, any payment plans. That's a good opportunity, like, to include um, a payment plan um, in that section, too. So starting at price and or any payment plans that you have. And another question you might have lingering in the back of your mind right now is, like, okay, Carson, but, like, how do I know if I need a services page over a sales page? And that's a very valid question. I'm actually going to roll out an episode on services page services pages versus sales pages soon. But like I kind of said in the beginning of this example, let's say you're a designer and you have like services or like like packages. They're all similar. They all have to do with like what you do, which is branding or design but they differ in deliverables based on like what your client needs. So they're related, right? They're all related in in the realm of like branding, design, strategy. Um, Then those can be placed on a services page because they're they're related services. But let's say you're a designer and you have um, some services, but you also have a course, right? I wouldn't recommend that you have all of your design services and your course on one page because that's a completely different service it's it's not really you know it's kind of like done for you in a sense where this is like or I'm sorry this that's like um do it yourself where the um the services that you're talking about when as it relates to branding is like done for you so those are different like a course is different from like your one-on-one um done for you services so that's when I would recommend like separating some things but nine times out of ten as a service provider when you just have like a like service but different packages you can pop them on a services page and just include the information that i just went over with you and voila those are the three website pages my clients always ask for and that i am in alignment with that will make a great foundation for your future website if you're creating one from scratch for the first time or if you're revamping them and you're just like okay Maybe you have a ton of pages on your site right now, which it happens. It happens to the best of us. And you're like, I just want to peel back. I want to simplify. What do I need? Um, And I'm, you know, again, 
what you need is a, a personal preference, but I truly believe this can make these pages can make for a really great foundation. So hopefully this episode really helps you um, in implementing that. Thank you for being here. Thank you for tuning in. I always hope to provide episodes that just makes your life and your business a lot, just a ton easier. So until next time, cheers and chat soon. Well, fancy meeting you here. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you found this episode or the podcast in general helpful, would you do me a quick favor and leave a review? It literally takes less than five minutes and helps others like yourself hear about the show so they can tune in too. My podcast team and I, aka my husband, would be forever grateful and it would just bless all of our work. Cheers and see you in the next episode.